This episode of the show brought to you by Caveman Coffee, not because they actually sponsor us, but because that's the only fucking thing keeping me awake after the last show we did. fucking show so <clears throat> second show tonight nolan here stefan still kevin so uh picking up where we left off at the end of the last episode about two about two years ago maybe a little bit longer i'm in i'm in a pet pet smart petco i'm in a petco trying to buy where the pets go where the pets go um <laughs> it's a long time ago it's so my kid who is now almost three at this point is, you know, still in like, I can't even remember what the fuck it's called. The thing that you carry, the, the baby carrier. Yeah. The thing that you carry the baby yeah. around. She's like three years old thing. and a baby carrier. No, 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 no. Three years ago, almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and those things you rest on the top of the shopping carts to push them through store. So I'm pushing the store through, uh, Petco pushing the store. <laughs> pushing the store. <laughs> pushing. Say, use a strong Damn, you are pushing the car <laughs> through Petco and, I don't know what the fuck I was in there to buy. Anyway, this dude like pokes his head out of his aisle and he goes, Oh, can it was a dude? It wasn't even it was a cat. A dude. Lady? It was a dude who's like, Oh, how old? And I was like <sighs> You should have said months. Yeah, like, should've said three months. You should have said thirty What the shirt? These pants? These three shoes? months. So it was like three months old and he's like, Oh, he's like, I have a little girl. I remember when she was three years old, he was like, Can I see her? And I was like can you, you see like a hollow notes song? Like you're basically already Bitch. standing at the edge of the car. I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, you're looking at her fucking already. Right. And then he goes, can I give her a kiss? And I was like, whoa, no, whoa. No. I was like, no, no. My, I was like, what the fuck did you ask me? And he's like, can I give her a kiss? And I was like, no, you cannot give her a kiss. Yeah, that's and fucking he, he weird. Goes, you fucking think that was... He says... Oh, it'll be okay. I th- oh, I remember and you telling me the story. Fucking yeah. leans over into the. I fucking I grabbed his lost face. It, right? Like I I grabbed his face. I don't know how the. F- I I'm so used to losing my fucking composure. Right. That I don't know how I kept it in this fucking. Well, setting. because you have a kid now. Well. <sighs> that makes a difference. Dude. I don't Come on. think it does. I think it makes it worse. I mean, so I fucking ah, no, I grabbed him because as much as half you're being protective, the other half of you is also raising her. Right. And, and Here's you're the thinking about what she sees. Nope. Here's no. the difference. Normally I mean, I've been in enough public altercations because I'm that guy. Right. Where 99% of the time <laughs> I would <laughs> I would have. You're fucked, Trenton. I would have fucked this guy up. Right. And that would have been it. And it would have been. I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna fuck you up. You're gonna remember this fucking day. <clears throat> You're gonna just think. just so I can clarify. Nolan's the kind of person that throws he, shopping carts. 
like no, but that they're, happened, they're, yeah. it he's he he really does these like he most people who say they're that person are the ones who say it in the moment like don't fuck with me I'm going to kick your ass I'm such a badass and they talk about five minutes into how hard they are without ever actually doing something. Nolan is that type of guy that really will won't he won't say anything. Yeah, I'm he not gonna warn just, you. I'm just he, gonna yeah. fucking do it. It's like what they say about if you're gonna kill somebody, like you don't threaten them, you don't let them know it's coming. Yeah. You just do it. Mm-hmm. Nolan will just punch you. And I don't and fucking throw you. I don't brag about it. I'm no, not, but like, that's it's not bragging. That's the thing. Trying to be like you're a just stating a fact of I would, you will fuck somebody. I up. would much I am not a fucking confrontational person and i, I don't think it was inaccurate i don't really no no no, no. Yeah, i don't think it was inaccurate though. but like i <laughs> yeah i i'm you not, may fall asleep halfway through it but <laughs> <laughs> i'm not confrontational do i don't go out looking for fucking altercations but no I, but altercations but i fine. am the type of person who if you start an altercation with me i'm reactionary and i'm gonna react and you're you might not fucking walk away from right. it at least consciously but up until the point where my kid was born, it was like, dude, I'm going to fuck you up. Go ahead. Like, I wish a motherfucker would. Right, like, right, try right. something, and you're going to fucking find out. But I'm not going to talk shit. I'm you not going to run around that whatever. Now, I've absolutely crossed a line from, I'll fuck you up, to, I'm going to kill you. Mm. Like, that's how it's going to fucking, that's yeah. what's going to go down. Very thin line between them. So, going back, he's like, can I give her a kiss? And I was like, no, you can't fucking give her a kiss. He goes, it'll be okay, and leads into the car. And I fucking, I grabbed his face. Like, I grabbed his chin, and I had my, like, thumb, like, digging into, you know. The bottom, like, like underneath the bottom, underneath the jaw, where Mm -hmm. there's, like, just flesh, and the top of my hand. I'm sure there's a name for that. I just don't know what it is. In the chin flesh. (laughs) And fucking, like, my pinky ring finger and middle finger, like, in his in his mouth, like wrapped around his teeth. This is quite descriptive. And fucking my finger, like pressing against his nose. And I fucking pulled him towards me and like whispered in his ear, walk out the door now or I will fucking kill you where you stand. And I let go of his face and he turned around, walked out the fucking door, left his shopping cart in the middle of the fucking aisle. And that was it. And then a big part of that, I'm sure, is that beyond the fact of Im- imminent death, that he knew he was wrong. I don't know how to fucking you know, you if, you right have, if you know if you know if you if you feel that you were right in your actions, then you would have no matter how big the threat, even if something as small as this, you would stand. You know, but he knew clearly in a pedophilic way that he was wrong. And I remember and you telling me I the story. Be, and we I, had the same, yeah, the same dude, thought. I got to be fucking honest. Like, I regret the fact. That you didn't fuck him up. That I didn't because... I think that you handled it right. I, maybe. But then you... But you're afraid that he's going to do more somewhere he's else. He's probably fucking yeah. doing something to some kid somewhere. And okay. I just... I distinctly... Like, at first I was like, yeah. fucking... I'm in Princeton. This place, this town's full of fucking weirdos. So it's just some fucking dickhead being weird. And then... As the and it was like he didn't a, have like it was a, like a, a, a black collar with a little white square in the front, did he? No, it was, it was this was like a twenty second conversation. Like yeah. the the whole interaction with him couldn't have been more than a half a minute, but it progressed quickly from like oh god somebody's fucking talking to me to this motherfucker I'm gonna fucking have to kill him right now, 
and he just be he dude he beelined for the door but the feeling that I got was this creepy fucking feeling. Yeah. And the way he fucking turned and walked away without saying a word wasn't like... He experienced this before. It, yeah, dude. It wasn't even like, oh shit, um, something's about to happen. It was like, fuck up. I fucked up again. Yeah, I fucked up. I'm caught. Like, I've been here. Yeah. Like, it was, the, it was the walk of experience. Like, I need so to go, exit my God, this fucking situation. <laughs> and he was he was. Don't call my gone. parole officer. I like... Took a minute and fucking calmed down. And someone who worked there. Was Chelsea like, with you? No, she was at work. Someone who worked there walked through the, like, walked down the aisle and, like, stopped and was like, Sir, are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, I'm fine. And then fucking, I just took Ananda. <laughs> you instinctively grabbed their face. You were like, I'm going to kill you all. I just, oh, wait, sorry. No. I just, <laughs> aftershock, aftershock. I'm sorry. Where are your towels? I just took Ananda, like, the whole fucking carrier and I left my cart in the fucking store yeah. and left and then I went to fucking PetSmart. <laughs> because pet goes too expensive anyway. But <laughs> no, but that that's that is a legit scary story. I, I I don't have kids yet. I can't wait till I do. All I need is for someone like California to stop being so fucking crazy. But anybody without kids, they can always, you know, attempt to empathize or imagine or, or fantasize about how they would be as a parent. But you really don't know until you are a parent. Yeah. You know, I as say, much as you can I speculate. Feel like, I feel like I'm exactly how I thought it would be. As a yeah. Parent. The one thing, you know, I, I did think, and maybe this might trail into a whole different conversation, which is fine because we have two hours to fill. I, I did think... You know, well, I'll have a kid. I'll fucking calm down. I won't be, like, reckless. Not that I was totally fucking reckless as an adult. Like, I've calmed down a lot. But the one Is thing, calm down the right word? No, it isn't. But that's part of the other conversation. Refocused. But, I think it's probably sure. a little more apropos. Um, more apropos than that is become more acutely aware of the consequences of shit that you fucking get held accountable for as an adult that you don't yeah. when you're 16 and you're not supposed to be where you are and you fuck up right. an adult. Because when you're 16 and you're fighting it's okay if you steal a 23 year old and, you, yeah, and you beat their ass then it's embarrassing for the 23 year old. They're not going to sue you. You're not going to get fucking arrested. They're not going to press right. charges. But if you're fucking 23 you know and something fucking happens well the now you have fucking assault and battery charges yeah. and but yeah. you know i was listening to fucking rogan one day he said this is the thing you know obviously i'm a big fan i listen to him fucking all the time but the one thing that he said that has stuck with me and stood out in my mind more than anything else that i'm just like god damn that fucking hits the nail on the head is he's like you know you're young you're aggressive you're full of fucking testosterone you're like 18 and you're like yeah, I'll fuck somebody up, I'll fuck somebody up, and you probably will. But you're like, yeah, I'll fucking kill somebody, I'll fucking kill somebody. He's like, you're not going to kill somebody. You might fight somebody, you might fucking, you know, whatever. You're not going to kill somebody. But as soon as you have a kid, you will fucking kill somebody. Hmm. Because you're not going to fucking, and you're not going to put that aside. You're not going to allow that to be in trouble. And you'll throw away, well, your, you'll throw your own shit away in a second. You'll risk fucking life in prison or whatever else just to make sure, to make sure your kid's safe and you will fucking kill somebody. Like, it's not just run in your mouth. Absolutely. But there's also a refocus as to where that threshold lies. 
because you won't just kill somebody over the dumbest shit. Oh no, no, right. No. So well, you like, well, no, because when you're 18, you have a, an extremely short fuse because you know they, you have nothing to lose. But when you're when you're when you're a parent, I'm only speculating. I'm only assuming. But when you're a parent, as much as you say there is that transition where you really will go that extra mile. Um, and it is a mile to go in order to make that decision yeah. to do so and to create and to, to follow through with those actions. But you don't get to that point until further down the road than you really thought you would have otherwise, because you don't want to risk yes losing no. the time There's that weird. you'll have with so, her. Like you're like, you'll throw away everything to protect her, but you have to, like, where is that level of protection necessary? Why well, you? Really, yeah, no, I, are, I agree. Are everyday I agree instances worth you losing that time with her? It's it's weird without you. It's, know a, what it's a weird like there's a there's a there's got to be like it's a My, smaller gray area, but the gray area is further down the road. Oh, some things are not though. Like my road rage is fucking multiplied since fucking having a kid. Like especially. Especially if she's in the fucking car, like uh, I'm driving, oh, I'm somebody driving, swerving, that kind yeah, of shit. I'm driving, somebody fucking cuts me off. I'm by myself. I'm like, oh, you fucking asshole! I fucking roll down the window, throw some pennies at him. Yeah, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> throw some pennies? <laughs> you throw coins at? A I keep car. changing my car to throw at cars if they. What good does that do? It's crazy. I think I learned that shit from you too. <laughs> you do it too. What good does it do? It's yeah. awesome. Somebody is lethargic. You, you fucking catch catch up with them. You throw a fucking handful of quarters and fuck their paint up and they, they think they just got fucking shot now they're swerving into a guardrail and you're driving by okay That's i shouldn't i shouldn't be giving out my fucking secrets like that. this but anyway yeah i got nothing on that <laughs> like I, <laughs> anyway didn't that, uh, you didn't take that uh you didn't study that in driver's ed yeah they teach you that in driver's no. ed it's defensive driving you're defending yourself from these no I, was, you off. I never i never yeah, they told but me truth, grab change and just toss it out your fucking window. Now, you know, somebody cuts me off in traffic, whatever, driving like an asshole by myself. I'm just like, whatever. I don't have fucking energy to engage. I don't give a shit. It's not worth the consequences. Yeah. If I'm driving and my kid's in the car and somebody cuts me off, I will fucking chase them down. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not a great driver. So generally, they'll fucking get away. <laughs> But I have every intention on fucking finding this person and fucking beating them to right. at least an inch of their life, if not fucking the grudge lasts longer. Because it's like you almost like you almost hurt me. I don't give a fuck. You almost hurt my kid. Now I'm gonna fucking kill you. And I've I've literally chased people through the whole fucking city, <laughs> like and they you know till I either either they fucking get away or we drive past a cop and I'm like oh fuck I gotta fucking calm right, this down right. like or, oh I probably whatever should and, off you know fucking I was in the car with you know my wife and the kid fairly recently and I fucking someone you know just fucking beeped at me wrong on 29 and fucking I chased them all through Ewing, you know, just fucking, you know, they finally like Chelsea was finally like, stop fucking chasing this person. Cause they were like picking up their cell phone. She's like, they're probably calling the cops. Right. And I was like, fine. So I fucking pulled up next to him and threw a fucking handful of change at him and drove. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I still don't get the change thing. I really don't. It's but just, it's so fucking cathartic. It's lethargic, right? It's just it's it's cathartic. Not, it's cathartic. Yeah. It's the opposite of lethargic. I was using the wrong word. Fucking cathartic is what I really meant. It's it was, that's what was in my head. Lethargic is how it's, I feel. It's, it's, a Snapple uh, bottle. Snapple bottle's even better if you could fucking. Well, a glass bottle. Car. Yeah. Yeah, that would. Cab driver in Philly. Very recently that happened. Maybe about a year ago. Fucking swerved into swerved into our lane. Intentionally, they, uh, they do that shit. Dude, intentionally no. swerved into our lane, and my kid was in the car. Now Chelsea was driving. That was it. I fucking I got out. I lost my shit. He he like opened the door like he was gonna do something. Right, I then, love when they do that. And then yeah. I opened the door, and all of a sudden he fucking got back in his car, yeah. and then fucking snapple. Everybody's a badass until you're ready to match them, and then they're automatically like, I I actually have a, a everybody's story. everybody's tough as nails till they meet the fucking hammer. Right. I was walking. Uh, I was walking Ando the other like last week. I was going across the street, but not fully at the light. I was maybe like twenty like, or fifteen yards away from the corner. Oh, so um, you jaywalked Ando across the street. <laughs> yes, you're teaching him bad habits. But it was there was a red light, and there were two cars stopped already. And I was walking. I was going to cross behind the already stopped cars, but there was another car that was kind of that was coming up. And there was a good car car length between him and the already stopped cars up up front, but he was on he instead of paying attention to the road and making sure that he was already stopped. Like I was crossing in stopped traffic. It wasn't like I was causing an issue or uh, there was always a green light. Right. But he was on his phone, oh, and he was. But sense. not only was he on his phone, but they were. He was clearly like watching a video or doing whatever on his phone where you lost me somewhere in this story because i just thought your dog was on his phone my dog was on his phone too he was calling his bitches it was it he's uh, popular as shit he is he, it was he, probably the sorority chicks right man they were so hot <laughs> um but he was showing his passenger i'm assuming it's his girlfriend um whatever was on their phone so i'm i'm hesitant to to cross the street because I'm not sure if this because he keeps kind of like it's he, like pressing on his brake and into whatever. So finally, I just his window was down. I I I say hey, and he looks up and I was like pay the fuck attention. But at that point, he got like once I said hey and he looked up, he stopped because he was afraid that he was doing something mm-hmm. like running into somebody because he wasn't fucking paying attention. Yeah. So I, you know, I start to, I see he stops, I get his attention, he stops, I start crossing, I say, pay the fuck attention. And then he starts yelling at me for jaywalking. Dead serious. And he, uh, so he starts yelling at me for jaywalking. So, I'm so aggravated already. Teaching your dog bad habits. I stop in, like, I stop Ando in the middle of the street in front of his truck and I just stare, I just look at him. Like, I stare at him, but I just kind of give him, like, this kind of, are you sure that this is the route you want to take? It wasn't like an intimidation look. It was just a, yeah. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you you want to come out. You, you want to start something because you were clearly in the wrong, but you, you sure you want to do this? Right. And he, you, he starts, he goes for his door. So I drop Ando's leash and I start walking back around, like to the driver's side of the car. At which point he rolls up his window. Like he he he, yep. st- he doesn't open the door. He ends up rolling up his window, and he keeps yelling at me. 
but from within the cab of his truck. Such a right. And so I just, I'm like, all right, at that point, Such I've already, move. it's so fucking common. I'm like, I've already proved my point. So I just cross, I grab Ando, I crawl, I finish crossing the street and I just keep going. And then of course, as he passes, his girl in the passenger seat rolls down her window and starts screaming at me as they're passing because that's, that's the, that's hard right there. You know, you're, you're tough. That's why right. I wish I, it was legal to carry guns. You know, and uh, and I just ignored at that point because I've already proven that they were bitches. But it's that same feeling like most of the time when you're going to play chicken, the other person's going to end up folding. Right. Yeah. And it's just generally the person who starts it is the one. who's Right. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You see, you think you're tough? Almost always. Right. And, and, you know, yeah, I fucking I actually this is not. It's not the side of me I want to fucking be publicly presenting. Fuck, maybe about, it'll come out eventually. Maybe about four weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a fucking. I'm in a, can't keep that in. I'm in a Target parking lot, and um, I'm backing out in East <laughs> Windsor, like, New Jersey. Damn. How did you get um, that email? Your phone's not even on you. <laughs> so I, I'm, you know, I, this guy is kind of driving like a dick, whips into the fucking lane. I'm backing out. I almost hit him. We we sort of almost hit each other. Right. He fucking hits his horn. He lays on it a little longer than I would, you know, think is appropriate. And I was just, you know, whatever. I wasn't fucking looking. He was driving too fast, but I wasn't looking either. So I fucking, you know, in the window, kind of like do one of those, like, put my hand up. Right. Like, yeah, my fault. I wasn't fucking paying mm-hmm. attention. He pulls up. I pull out behind him because, you know, I'm trying to go home because I bought the shit I needed. Right. <laughs> fucking... He Nick, rolls down his I'm window and he's here. like, he's like, oh, you got a fucking problem? I was like, and I was like, dude, what are you talking about? And he was like, you almost fucking hit me and you fucking throw your hands up. I was like, yeah, that was like, sorry, dude, I almost hit you. And he's like, yeah, I bet that's what it fucking was. You want to fucking get out? I was like, okay, you just picked the wrong fucking fight. I park my kids in the fucking car because right. normally I, again, like I'm not even going to fucking engage, but now if you're threatening me, you're threatening her. That's it. I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I fucking stopped, you know, he's in a parking space. I stop, I get out. He's like, you know, standing there with his arms up, like puffing his fucking right, chest. Right. Of course. Cause he's, like, yeah, dude, I'm, fucking 240 pounds i'm gonna you're gonna go to sleep the second i fucking touch you end of fucking story i don't care if you're fucking mark hunt i touch your chin you're gone fucking nighty night so fucking (laughs) i fucking i stop in the middle of the fucking aisle the parking aisle i fucking get out of the car and i'm like what do you want to fucking do it's like i'm being fucking apologetic you want to fucking start something let's fucking do this and he was like whoa man He's like, you can just fuck off. And I was like, no, 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 no. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to you bring said, it to this point. You said, gonna what are you going to do? I'm going to fuck you up. Fuck me up now. And I'm fucking walking towards him. He's like, dude, I'm going to go to the fucking cops. Get oh, to this fucking car. Shuts, shuts the fucking door and starts down. his car. See, and drives away. Put it's a like shots in his fucking vehicle, too. Ninety fucking nine percent of the time, the aggressor is the person who's going to back down. They just they fucking assume they always fucking assume. Why did you assume this time? Did you assume because my fucking car's nicer than yours? So you thought I must be a fucking bitch? Right. Fucking. No, I'm going to fucking kill you. Did you you. think I had fucking salmon shorts on? Yeah. Did you think I was wearing some fucking salmon shorts (laughs) and a fucking button down shirt? 
and the fucking braided belt. Exactly. Is that what you thought? I'm not Do that not fucking fuck guy. With the braided belt that is '90s all over it. I was I had a braided belt. I may have been in that town, but I was not that fucking guy. <laughs> no. Anyway, I was in grade school with that braided belt. Yeah, um, I did braided belts a long time ago. Before braided belts were that guy's braided belt. Yeah. In the boat shoes. In the boat shoes. What? <laughs> Before the... Wait, let's just... Real quick tangent. What do you mean you had a braided belt before it was that guy's braided belt? That guy. That guy with the fucking brown braided belt, the boat shoes, the salmon colored shorts, the button down shirts. With sleeves rolled up. The sleeves rolled up. Slick back hair. Oversized watch. Has a tennis racket. That fucking guy. Did you just do like a Mexican jumping over the border or some shit with your hands? <laughs> no. What the fuck was that? I don't know what you're trying to say here. I, yeah. I feel like you can visualize the guy we're talking. No, about. no, I know exactly. But you, the fact that you went far enough to explain the specific guy you're talking about, you, you were, you were being a little vague because braided belt and boat shoes was me in high school. Have you ever wanted to be a lawyer? Was your dad I'm afraid a lawyer? To that. Your dad was your dad a lawyer? No. The official uniform of my dad's a lawyer. Yep. No. Or if you're over thirty, that you are a lawyer. The official Sunday brunch at the yacht club. No, uniform. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. And I and I despise that person. That is the person whose brother goes to Wharton. And yeah. the brother who goes to Wharton is actually more of an asshole because they're following in the father's footsteps. Yeah. They're by the, don't I feel like they, because they go to Warden, they talk like, eh. don't talk to me about Warden people. Oh, I will start in a rant that you will not. We won't have time Dude, for this rant of Warden people. But the, the point I was making, yes, I know those was that I'm saying, no, in high school, we used to wear the braided belts and the boat shoes, but we had the oversized khakis and we had the, the, the shirts that were slightly too big that you wore the collar like back off of your neck. So, like, it was unbuttoned, like, three buttons, but the last button was still up here. He went to school on the main line. You you gotta expect this shit. It was main line shit. Yeah, it was absolute main line shit. Too much gel in your hair and and wrinkled clothes. And that was was the look. That's what it was. Yeah, we knew that. I mean, you were in grade school. I don't want to hear it. And you weren't even when you were born. But I'm fucking barely younger than you. What are you talking about? You were still in grade school. When you were in high school? Yeah. No. When I was a sophomore, maybe when I was a senior, you were in high school. But yeah, whatever. Anyway, the yes. the point I was making was, you know, I'm in a place like fucking Heightstown where that's the average guy. So maybe the assumption was, you know, you're yeah, those fucking, guys are douchebags. You're some Heightstown douchebag with a lot of money and big balls, but you're not going to fucking do anything. Because which turned out to be the guy who was actually fucking the instigator yeah. in this situation. Oh, you know, again, he was that guy tough as nails. Now you met the fucking hammer and all of a sudden you want to fucking run away because That's you're right. going to get driven can, through can, a fucking can we wall. Just reference the point that this is the third time that he's referenced himself as the hammer. Second time. I believe it was third. Second. You'll have the tape. You can go back and I judge will. We'll it. check the tape. Yes, and I'll edit it. And if I said it three times, I'm <laughs> going to edit it out. out. <laughs> it's too late. You're fucking wrong. So it's I'm a lose really, situation. Really it's good at editing. It's a lose lose. So, how much do you want to wager on this fucking argument before I publish this thing in three days? <laughs> He's going to edit me to be like. Nolan, you are awesome. I'm going to edit it so <laughs> you're referring to yourself as the hammer. <laughs> Kevin the hammer. Kevin the hammer in this corner. <laughs> nice. Wing in. Um, 
don't you feel though that you have to be because now there is that potential you know if you're threatening me you're then you're threatening my daughter that there has to be some point where you contemplate if it's really worth it like that that instance wouldn't it have been how many cases do you really really hear about of somebody going too overboard with protecting their if it doesn't have to do with like drugs or you actually physically no but i'm all right like really it's the idea of picking your battles and i'm I'm not saying i'm just devil's advocating i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying you're in an instance where you're in a parking lot you're leaving there was a, a minor potential incident that didn't occur because somebody used their horn. Just, to, just to cut real quick. Yeah, I was. I, I did take tremendous satisfaction in the fact that this guy was probably on his lunch break and needed to buy something, and he didn't fucking get the opportunity to. Now, that is <laughs> that that is satisfying. That made me happy. But think about the potential of what you could have lost in the long run if there was an engagement. Yeah. And I, th- I don't. In the moment, you're not thinking of things like that. But that's nah. but that's what I'm saying. Isn't that you something really that isn't that something after that this shit happens? Yeah. Isn't that something though that you now being in the situation that you're in should end up like reevaluating that? Yeah, you like would re- think, but refocusing that. Hindsight being 2020, I would have still rather put that motherfucker to sleep. Yeah. Okay. You know, I I think I'm all about punching the motherfucker I, I out. Really, like I'm okay with, but I you know I don't have kids, so you I I'm, say I. But I get what you're saying too. Like you don't want to do something drastic. Like what level are you yeah. jeopardizing one for the other? Yeah, I think there's. I really do think this that. And this is of, from somebody who's been arrested twice for aggravated assault, <laughs> and for so I'm. I think I'm more scared now without kids for having being arrested again. Like I, I don't in, want to. In fucking today's world. I really like, think I'm, I'm screwed, especially because I'm a, a middle-aged white okay. man. Like yeah. I'm. Screw. <laughs> but thinking, thinking about, <laughs> thinking about what you what you just said and sort of how you said it, I think that <coughs> is really one of the points that I'm trying to get to. Is that a lot of I'm not judging. A I'm lot not. of what's considered like quote unquote maturity isn't fucking maturity. I'm not calling it maturity. It's awareness of no, no, no. I'm I'm kind of going in a different direction. Okay. I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I, don't I think a lot of I'm what, not what is one thing. What is it's, it's not what I want to put in your mouth. Okay. Um, <laughs> As long as there's sugar sugar on it, we're all good. A lot of what I think socially is looked at as maturity is truthfully just either fear or awareness of fucking consequences. The thought that like, you know what, I'm not a kid anymore. I can't get away with this shit because I'll get in actual real fucking trouble. But don't you have that? What? Awareness of consequences? Yeah, yeah, sure. Of course. But that's not, you know, I'm not even talking intrinsically at this point. I'm okay. talking generally. I think a, what a lot of people, you know, look at as like, I'm older, I'm more mature, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do that. It's kind of like, they would. They just realize they can't fucking get away with it now. Or maybe... No, they, that's that's maybe exactly it. I absolutely they can't do it anymore. And like, it's, Because it is too quick for me... Sorry to interject, but... Yeah. It is, it is, it's not the fact that I'm not willing to, to beat the shit out of somebody because I am more than willing and I desire to do so on a daily basis. It's the problem that I know it's too convenient 
for right. them to get me in trouble yeah. from it. It's not, yeah, that that's the fear. Yeah, it's people who it's because it. it's not like when we were kids where Simon Shorts type people. Yeah, it's not when we were kids where you can like, okay, you got your lickings, you learned your lesson, you know, like oh, this this situation occurred, you got beat up, or you or or you beat somebody up, and that was the scenario, and then it was left at the worst you had to deal with was maybe a slap on the wrist, you know, and maybe a mild scolding, but that was it. And I'm not just talking that as a kid; I'm talking like even adults at the time. Like right. that was the thing. Yeah. Nowadays, it is too quick and easy, and. You know, yep. as much as if it's a negative, it's also a benefit for people who are are in the same boat. Where like, yeah, if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna get attacked by a, a, a gaggle of people, you know, like a, a group of like six guys that I know I'm just gonna get my ass beat. Well, then I'm gonna play it smart and try to avoid that in any way. I'm not gonna take my lickings because I didn't do right. anything to cause it. Mm-hmm. But if somebody causes an ass licking, wow. And ass kicking. Please, it was a yes. Was a, let's say ass You're going to have to edit that one out. Uh, if, if someone can Amplify that shit. Right. Then, you know, then Ooh, take... Girl, your, I want to call some ass licking. Then, then take your uh. beating and, you know, take your Get beating and take, you know... Real deep, like. Take it, you know, take it, take it hard. You deserve it. Like you, you gambled on something. Make sure you get between the wrinkles. <laughs> You gambled on something and you lost. And take that as a learning for how you act in the future. Like what battles you pick later on. You can't do that anymore. Right. So you're right. That's absolutely the fear is what other people are going to do in reaction to you yeah. kicking their yeah, ass. And it's consequences. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not just the consequences that we're probably thinking about, like people are going to call the cops. But nowadays, you can fight somebody, it'd be a one-on-one, and then they're going to end up bringing something back gun-wise or... More people just for just for something stupid, and the person could have probably even caused the whole. Nowadays, the whole thing. you tap somebody on the shoulder, that can be considered assault. You could step on somebody's shoe and get killed. Over well, right assault. Now. Do you know assault is the implied or expressed intent to cause harm to somebody? Even so, if you say, "What about a pepper?" If you say, I'm going to kick your ass, that's assault. When you strike them, that's battery. Here's here's the real heavy consequence of the thing. It doesn't matter what happened. Because as soon as somebody makes the accusation, the amount of red tape and hoops that you have to jump through in order to clear yourself out of that, it's thousands upon thousands of dollars, court fees. You have to get a lawyer. You have to go to court. 50% of the time, you'll get locked up just because of the accusation right. it doesn't have to have actually yeah and 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 that especially alone especially in domestic disputes yep and the, was, and the person really who made the accusation they, they unless they get countersued which never happens or rarely yeah. happens they, they then they just keep walking free if you insult if you verbally insult or quote unquote they call attack an officer of the law then that is assault you cannot say fuck you to a cop because that is considered attacking a police officer. Yeah. How sensitive well, are we at this point? Entirely too sensitive, entirely too fucking politically correct. And like we talked about a couple shows ago, it's, it's a nerf-coded fucking world now. Yeah. And, we're getting know, a little off tangent of what we were talking about, though. Well, but back to the know, point of you and your kid. It's all fucking related. But, I mean, I have a couple a couple pretty good friends who are cops and you know they, oh yeah they all, um, they all talk about it 
And they're like, you know, in, in a domestic case, if a woman, you know, says or implies that she's been hit, or even if the, you know, in oftentimes, I mean, if it even if it just sounds like, if it. if there's just a dispute where it's like loud and loud volume wise and aggressive in tone, the the man's leaving in handcuffs, and it's the burden of proof is on him to prove that he didn't do anything wrong. Which even, is impossible. Even if they just are doing it in a precautionary measure, like things are escalating, these people are getting loud, we need to separate them, they will take the man away in handcuffs and fucking leave the other person there. And it's just... You know, <laughs> Meanwhile, he's got a knife sticking out of his shoulder. It's like, you literally... <laughs> he's like, she stabbed yeah. me! You can't, Sir, calm down. You can't... You're being with too... Six, with six bullet wounds to your calves. Right. Sir, you're being ecstatic. Like, you Relax. can have crazy consequences for fucking heated arguments. Mm-hmm. You know, now, like, just, that's, just that's on a side note, this obviously does not mean that we support women's violence in any way, shape, or form. I support women's violence, especially against each other. Okay, in, in, in a bowl of and jello. Without, a, without an or octagon. A, right. With or without. The problem is the situations or the examples that are given in order to promote these kind of stereotype reactions are severe enough or are prevalent enough to make somebody get second guess whether they are valid or not. Right. But if, you know, if you really look at the amount of cases that occur, I, I'm sure it's less than... Less than half, maybe even a, just a quarter Case, wait, of the scenarios. Cases of what? Yeah. Cases of where this is really a thing. There, you, you bring out a story about a domestic abuse or, 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 not, or, or just a, a regular everyday assault situation where it was valid for the victim to act in the way that they did for the person to get arrested the way that they did for the, the, the court trials, the everything to, to happen in, in the circumstances that it did. Like somebody was clearly trying to be violent towards another person. Right. You know, it was an assault and battery. That person had to retaliate, but they couldn't, they, they had to protect themselves in whatever means they could blah, blah, blah down the road. The person got arrested so forth and so on. But how often – they, so that, that example, that legitimate case becomes the litmus test. That not only becomes a litmus test, but it becomes the, the reason for making extreme laws across the board. So because this one action happened, the potential, albeit the probability is minute, of this other thing happening way down the line – is realistic, so we're going to make a law against that, and now right. everything is overly sensitive, and everybody's reactive and reactionary on every scale. So it comes to a point where if you accidentally step on somebody's foot and you scuff their shoe and there's physical damage caused from their interaction, and you know that person can file a report, albeit it's a bullshit report as soon as something is filed, then there has to be a reaction from the police, which means there has to be a reaction from the courts, which means you have to get a lawyer, you have to go through all of these jump-through hoops, all because of one thing that is legitimate but causes so many issues for all of those things that aren't. And if you look at all the cases that come across the board about assault cases or those kind of things, I would venture to guess or to, to bet that a minority by like probably a quarter, like 25% of all the cases that are filed are actually legitimate fi- like cases. 
So at what point do you really, like, where, where's your threshold? Oh, I mean, I don't know enough to make an assumption on like a percentage of how many cases are legitimate. But no, I, I'm just that, taking. I, think, a, I, think, I don't even think that would even be a correct percentage. Because I, yeah. do you think it's higher? Yeah, I think it's definitely. Do you think it's over fifty percent higher? I think probably. I, I yeah. think there's got to yeah. be a balance between you know making it easy to fucking make other people's lives a fucking nightmare. That's exactly and why. being able to handle. I think there's... Do you think it's geographical? Because... Geographical? And I say that because where you two are from versus where I'm from, there's a totally different dynamic. See, I would... You guys probably have a lot more exposure. I would think the opposite, to be honest with you. The majority of things that I've ever seen and that I've experienced have been... On the outskirts, like there hasn't really been a lot of legitimacy to a lot of the things that I've, I've, I've witnessed or that I've experienced personally that I've had to go through a lot of issues and a lot of, in order to yeah. clear myself of the things that should have never even become a thing in the first place, you know, it, it, and so that's really where I'm getting my perspective from. But I often hear you say like your perspective on how you view some of the com like even just tonight, some of the comments that you've made about the idea of, of somebody coming back to shoot you like that level of threat, you've mentioned it twice. So that seems to be some sort of a prevalence in your, in your environment. Like that's your, that's not out, outside the realm of possibility. I think, I think, which means you come from a different geographical or demographical situation than I do. So which where you think that the I mean, idea yeah, of demographical assault, more than geographical, but I, I, I well, see they are kind saying, of tied a little bit. I kind of feel like, I was, I was trying to be nice by saying geographical, but you I know, Trenton of, versus the suburbs of Philadelphia yeah. is what I'm trying to say. But Well, Trenton versus Princeton or Camden versus the main line. Yeah, it's all the same shit. Right, but I'm just suburbs of Philly. You guys are Trenton. That's why I made those two. But, uh, well, Trenton I'm is both a city and, a, and a suburb of Philadelphia. Philly or Trenton. I don't know Magnolia. Is that? It's a bunch of old people. Is it a Trenton burb? It's a Philly burb. Is it? Well, it, wait, it's Pennsylvania? No, New Jersey, but it's Camden so it's, County. So it's a, it's outside of Camden. Yeah. Okay. There's Trenton is considered both. I mean, it is a city based on its government, but it's right. also considered a Philly suburb. It's not the main line. But um, I thought once it was a different state, it couldn't be one city suburb. It's still Philly metro area. Anyway, but you you I think you're starting to understand my point. No, no, no. I I, I see what you're saying, and you know, I don't I don't. Know. Albeit naive, I think you're starting to get what I I'm trying to say. I don't know if I agree or not. I mean, I think yeah, definitely. You know, it was a question rather than a statement and what you are exposed to shape your reaction to consequences. And I definitely fucking think about that. Like I fucking, you know, if I, well, if you're not exposed to something then you have a different vantage, depending on, on if I make a right or a left out of my neighborhood, fucking might dictate my behavior as I fucking right. drive for yeah. the next five minutes. Yeah. In yeah, all honesty, you don't need to be exposed to something to, to no, to truly to, understand that you do. Cause you can hear stories all day long and you can make stereotype, um, type jokes about it. But you'll never really be able to make any kind of judgment on it because, unless you experience it. And I truly believe that. Like, no, I, 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 I can't talk too. shit on Camden because I, I, I can make jokes about Camden. You know, I've driven through Camden so I can make jokes about it. But, well, because you didn't get hit. 
Yeah, but I, I, I don't know anything I, 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 about it. I, I've known a couple of people from it. Or I've heard stories. In, but I only know from people who are from there or from the surrounding area that, and, and from their vantage, the way that they react to something, the way that they're – where your mind went immediately in the conversation – means something about your experience or how you view that thing mm-hmm. because in, that's where your mind first went. So that's what I pull from that. In every scenario like that, when, when an area gets like and, that, it gets like that because it's been allowed to. It, I know I'm coming off extremely naive and probably a little overly posh and arrogant. And no, I, you're, but you're not coming across like that. either of those things. No, I, I feel like that's how I'm coming. Then that's fine. I'm I'm totally okay with that. But I'm just, but I do think there is a bit of validity in what I'm trying to say. No, there's totally to to. validity in what you're saying. It's, you know, the sense of how you might be reacted to dictates how you're going to act. But that's sort of what I mean, how I, I might be inclined to assume the opposite on, you know, from my perspective. Because I feel like, you know, especially if you look at like the the domestic scenario i feel like i know a lot more people in the city from a a rougher upbringing that are gonna get in a fucking fight with their wife or girlfriend and be like i can't hit you and fucking slam the door and go down the street and fucking have a beer or fucking you know go to the gym and fucking hit the bag whereas i feel like in a more a well-to-do area, it might be like, no one's going to know that I'm beating your ass. And you like... Hit you with a fucking stack of Yeah, words, fucking like take a phone book to your wife's face because you have the money Damn. to fucking get away with it. And maybe I'm totally fucking naive well, to the other side of things. But I've seen that. But like, see, I've fucking seen it. Yeah. No, see, that's, that's my point exactly. You guys are just saying that you feel naive about speaking on something that I'm probably more... Uh, experience with and I'm feeling the same way about speaking on something that you guys are more familiar with and it's funny how we both have a different dynamic of, of or a viewpoint of each other's like experience like you know areas environments like I you feel like Hans is more likely to hit Miffy with the fucking phone book shut the fuck up but, <laughs> but no no but then fucking but let's, let's then fucking something. Steve is to Diane let's, you know what I mean uh, or Tyrone is to Shaquita right Let's or Ike is to Tina. However, oh no, no, Ike was fucking Tina. Let's let's Shaquita is way more likely to fucking hit Tyrone. Let's clarify something real quick though, because the the original part of this conversation was about the 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 reality um, of reported instances of assault of of violence that incorporated. Like uh, uh, that incorporated police, realistic, true uh, instances where it was legitimate arrests, uh, legitimate court cases, etc. And how that has been stemmed to, well, let's help prevent future cases by... You know, expanding the yeah. radius, make of, the rule to the extreme. Right, exactly. Where and, and, and at which point arrests are now being made or you know on situations that aren't the extreme yet people are still suffering right. through they, they, all the they've never they've never amended the rule to they're just to, 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 well, because yeah it's not, not sure it's not based can. on it's like, where do you draw that line but what i want to also point out specifically about where we just tangented to is we're also talking about stuff that primarily is 
blatant abuse or assault versus what you would almost consider maybe hidden. See, a lot of what you're describing is, you know, like, oh, well, let me hit her with a phone book where people won't <laughs> notice, you know, the bruises. That's that's. I wasn't thinking that deep into it. I was just thinking. No, but you know, there is a dynamic. The way that no, the examples. Like hit it with my shoe. No, but the examples you gave do mean something. Like they they, they mean they they really do deter or uh, focus where your mindset is at. You gave specific examples of how you guys act. You 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 figured it, it the, the cases would be in in those scenarios and then you gave a, an example of a much more immediate reactionary situation of someone who yeah i can't eat you so i'm gonna slam the door i'm gonna go down the bar and i'm gonna i'm gonna take a drink but that reactionary person could at the same point end up having too many drinks and then getting in a fight at the bar right you know and, and so there that that immediate upfront surface aggravation and 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 potential of physical encounterment versus the very subdued and secretive situations that would occur is why I think it is probably more reported in lower areas, sure. income areas than, than out in, you know, where Brad is not going to hit Tammy, you know, or, or you know, out in public, but when they get home, bitch is getting slapped. Yeah, I, I feel like if you you can almost blanket it with you know you're looking at both sides of it, and know that the the laws, the rules, or whatever are made to manage the extreme scenarios instead of the common scenarios. Like the the totally off the wall shit happens ten percent of the time. The shit that probably shouldn't happen, but isn't fucking life changing. Happens ninety percent of the time, but That's we manage. We manage to the ten percent, and that I don't want to say fucks over because that's the wrong use of it. Because if you're doing something fucked up, no, you're but still that, doing that's, something that's, fucked up. That's, that's exactly right, though. But you're like that doesn't right, mean you should leave your house in handcuffs for a fucking argument. Yeah. That's my point. That's what I was going back originally to say. And again, I'm just I don't know. I do not have the facts. But my original thought of like the whole like twenty five percent quote unquote is exactly what you just said. It's at what point, like, like, like at what scale is it, is it still access, a, a, acceptable to put somebody through that that doesn't necessarily deserve, like didn't, didn't do anywhere near that level of crime. It's never acceptable. To, you know, like, like I never not, even... You I, can't you justify, know, you can't... It's like, does the crime fit the punishment or just punishment for the well crime. that's that's a whole other like that that can go that can well, go no not really it's 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 well because it's no because then you the then, then you're starting to bracket out different types of crimes well no and then I'm you not, have to get into a point of well what crime no, is you're trying to do that another. i'm speaking about the specific type of thing okay you know do you take everyone on fucking cuffs for a loud altercation or do you fucking make an arrest when there's actually evidence that something fucking happened. I feel like you should make the arrest when there's actually evidence because then you, like you guys said, they pushed everything to the extreme. So my wife calls, um, or then the next door neighbor calls, uh, nine one one because they hear shouting and she's pissed because of something stupid. Like I left the fucking dishes in the dishwasher or something like that because we had that argument. 
they're already going to man, uh, they're automatically going to assume something's going on. Even yeah. if I can explain, no, we're just having a, a casual argument about dishes. They're automatically going to assume like, no, there's got to be something else besides this. Right. And right. make we the assumption. Let's go. Friends who work in police departments um, have on more than one occasion said they make the most arrests during gay or they see the most physical violence during heated arguments between gay male couples. Because at the end really? of the day, they're still both dudes. They're, yeah, they're and both they still guys both have fucking like, tempers. Yeah, there's there's, there's still they, an alpha they perspective up, going they on. They wind up fucking duking it out. Like I'm on top. No, like, I'm on top. You know, like, like any other two dudes now. would do. No, but they no. It fucking it becomes like <laughs> oh, Chris hit Charlie with a straight fucking quick. uppercut. Exactly. Right. Um, that, I mean, I could see that though. Which I think is interesting. All right. Well, at what the end of the day, they're still guys and they're still going to solve the problems physically. What about the idea of a drunk cops though? Of a what? A drunk tank. What happens when, you know, it, it doesn't happen as frequently anymore, but back in, back, you know, in the 90s and, and well before, you ended up getting too drunk. Most of the time, you were ended up, you, you went into a drunk tank, which is essentially just a cell that you just slept it off. Yeah, nice. they still yeah, have Sure. They still yeah, have sure. Right. Well, I'm saying, isn't, isn't that in some sort of way a happy medium where you're still... You're still getting punished. You're still getting pulled out of your regular routine, your regular life. You're being forced into the scenario where it's uncovered. And for anybody who has spent a night or longer in a, in, a, in a cell and a holding tank and anything, I don't give a fuck who you are. It's uncomfortable as fuck. There's still that sense of, of nervousness that goes over you. There's still a, a, a fear of the consequences that can persist from it. There's still a dynamic of punishment. It's, it's like a kid's timeout times a million. I gotta it be really honest, I've never felt that way. I've always felt more fucking irritated by the situation. I've always felt like... I think irritated is goes hand. I think hand in hand with that, but there's still a, like but in the, the back of your mind. There's still a thing does, saying when, when the I'm, consequences. Now that now that I'm aware of what occurred, now that I have hindsight, I now know that regardless of my innocence or not, that there is a great potential because I'm now relying and trusting on other people who I who don't have the right vision, who don't have the right perspective of the situation, can completely fuck me over. Yeah. That fear is real. I'm, I that's another thing where I feel that's like more of an anxiety than a fear. Like whenever I'm in jail I feel. <laughs> you <laughs> just say that like a casual thing. I, just, Not, I was just saying you know, last Tuesday, which is because I beat the shit out of the guy at a target Fucking, you know, in, in prison. Right? Let me <laughs> let me backtrack. <laughs> Whenever I go to Niagara Falls, I mean prison. Let me repaint this yeah. picture. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I've Which been, is probably what you do in jail because in a scenario right? like that, they give me crayons. <laughs> I've actually spent more time thinking about this is uncomfortable on my wrist how much fucking money is this going to cost me how how long am i going to be fucking sitting here i feel like that's me too more than oh do you more than anything else i mean that 
jail is not my home. And listen, but like, it's, I'm not, I, 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 that sentence fucking initially came no, out wrong. No, but I, I I'm not, it's yeah. not like this is like a, a regular occurrence for me, but it has happened on a, a handful of occasions. When I say fear, I'm not I'm talking like you're like, sitting in the corner crying, shaking your boots. I'm saying you have a, an understanding of the potential circumstances that you're in and that there is a true fear of, all right, yeah, how much is this going to cost? Am I now going to have to spend thousands for a lawyer? Am I going to lose my job because of this? Is somebody going to hear about this and it's going to affect my life in a certain way? Right. That's the fear I'm talking about. Yeah. That all makes sense. Um, I was on to a point when I was saying this though, I'm trying to remember it now. Oh, right. Drunk tank. So, yeah, so you're in a situation, regardless if you're going in, you know, pissing your pants or going in thinking this is a waste of time, this is bullshit. In in either scenario, you're still being affected by the quote unquote punishment of the situation. Right. You are now put in a place that you don't feel that you belong, that you feel angst for. Ah, There is a time. Situation with being drunk. No, I'm saying beyond drunk. I'm saying for, for like these outlined situations that are are not severe enough necessarily for the full gamut of legality but are still enough if if you, if you want to keep them on the fringe if you want to maintain that that extreme then make a gap make a fringe of situations or scenarios that you're still going to find yourself in a situation that could potentially get worse depending upon the facts and the and and, and the scenarios and like the okay. that that I, come I, into I play it. afterwards. Yeah. But your immediate reaction is somewhere between getting arrested and and the full bore of the legal system. Yeah, well, so, it's like I was saying before. It's less about fucking any. It's it's more about the realization of the severity of the consequences than anything else. So it kind of like brings it full circle. It's like yeah. you're, you're sitting there going, this is going to fucking cost me money. This is going to cost me credibility. Damn, this is going to like, Is my wife and kids going to be there when I get home? Did they can I me? still hit them with phone books? <laughs> <laughs> or do, do I have they to still switch? make phone books? Do I have, have to switch to, to an encyclopedia? Right. <laughs> Will they accept this fucking thesaurus that I'm going to put to their ass? Did they like search it? my house and find the heroin? I'm going <laughs> to hit you with this thesaurus so I can come up with new ways to tell you <laughs> how I'm going to beat your ass as I'm beating your ass. But I, I think I think that could be the, 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 the dynamic and the issue and the, the debate is, you know, finding that median. Where is that threshold where it's acceptable to, to just allow um, a holding cell versus... The, the the full you know bracelets and you know right. slamming the door shut because but that's the thing my, they, my that time. that's something that needs to be argued is and then whose the discretion crosses the line. and that's the thing too it's that's, like that's whose discretion is gray, that too that like if you compare it to you know a, a work scenario when when you're writing and here's the juxtaposition. I say shit like, when I'm in jail, I think this, versus <laughs> right. like, when I'm writing policy for my company, <laughs> which is, you know. When, when I'm the HR representative. Kind of a weird company. juxtaposition. Right. Fuck, there it is. is well, you know, when I'm, when I'm writing a policy, like, managers have to adhere to this and employees would have to adhere to that. It's indiscriminate. So, like, a... a 
strange, but probably, you know, almost uniquely paralleled example would be like a, a, a cashier with a cash variance. You could have some 18, 19 year old kid whose drawer is, you know, seven bucks short and we got to fire them. Yep. And maybe they, they might not have stole the money. But yeah, yeah, but at seventeen right. years old, that's a life lesson, and they still have they still have a shit ton of time uh, yes ahead and, of them. Yes and no. Learn from that and grow. And yes not and no. Have maybe they maybe they counted it wrong. When I was 17, 18 years old, losing my job would have put me in a dire fucking situation, you know. So maybe not. And especially some of these kids who are working restaurant jobs, they are trying to fucking support themselves. Right, well, They're not just trying to get beer way. money for the weekend. <laughs> but, but okay, so that's a different direction. But point right. being that, you know, when you write a, when you like, when you're in that scenario, if I'm like, this is the rule, there's no exceptions to the rule, you cannot look at it situation by situation because the second you do, you know, whatever it is, I have to fire you because your drawer's $5 short or you have to be fired because you came in 15 minutes late. It can't be situation by situation. It can't be like, no, well, be across the board. well, yeah. well, the bus was late. Well, it doesn't matter if the bus was late sure. because it's, if I don't fire you for it, then I can't fire the next person who's late just because they don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, it, so it, it, it has to be well, indiscriminate. So is it realistic you know, even though it's right to look at it on a case by case, situation by situation basis, who do you trust to make that determination? Because, like I said, I have a lot of friends who are cops. A lot of them, I wouldn't. I can't even believe they have a fucking gun. Some of them are. Some of them, and, and I'm, you know, I'm sure. I'm saying this case by case too. You know, some of them are fucking great. Some of them are the perfect people for the job. But some of them, it's like, dude, I know you. I you should yeah. not fucking have a gun. You yep. should not be in a position where you're making decisions for other people. And I don't want them looking at a case by case basis. I would rather them drag every motherfucker out and lock them up because and then figure it out later. And then figure it out later because I don't want that person in a right. position where they have to think on their feet and but make a decision time, about how to treat somebody. I agree with you because chances are things might have gone the way it happened. But think about how many cases that that shit happens to. Right. Um and well that goes back to my original point is yeah, it, they, it's important they to don't find that scale <clears throat> of where that threshold really is because mm -hmm. that really can help determine help and harm because if if you choose to bring it that way and not treat everybody a case by case basis and well, no, you allow them to figure it out later, yeah, some people that shit just doesn't get figured out. No matter what the argument is, there will always be an example for either end of the extreme where a situation yeah. that was thought to be minute and ended up being extremely severe mm -hmm. and vice versa. Right. There's always going to be that case, and that does inhibit the possibility of um of a middle ground of finding that that scenario that gray area or that case by case like line that you can draw in the sand actually I have a very you know current events uh situation that fits perfectly into what we're talking about sure and i just want to preface it real quick right off the bat that i think that uh, uh, Trump is a piece of shit. I was just about to say. And I can't stand him in any way, shape, or form. I think he's a fucking scumbag. But his it was his um, campaign advisor or, or some somebody in his campaign. There was a crowded situation. They were running through a line. 
the campaign of the, was, was, was trying to help clear away, or I, I'm not speaking for him. I'm only, I saw the video and I'm saying what I think it looked like. Sure. He grabbed the reporter's arm and the reporter's arm ended up bruising. Bruce. Right. Now, whether she bruises easily or not, I'm not making excuses no. for him who, or for her. Who grabbed um, the arm? The advisor for Trump grabbed the arm of a reporter. The mm-hmm. reporter's arm bruised. Mm-hmm. She ended up calling the cops. The guy got arrested, and now there is a pending trial for assault. Would he, would he touch her? Be, I, I don't know the scenario. All I know is from video... It looks like they were trying to kind of clear the way or it was getting overly crowded. Sure. And they were trying to manage the situation. Did he grab her arm too hard? Probably. If you, if it's enough to... Uh, well, some people yeah, bruise easily, really too. Easy, like it's, yeah. it's, you really don't know, and both sides are correct and wrong at the same time. You should probably I'm not defending fly, either side. I'm not, I'm, not proponent, I'm not saying I'm a proponent of either side. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is this is a scenario that's actually perfect for what we're talking about. There are a lot of situations where there's really a good chance because it's on the political spectrum. It's a thing. I would venture money to say, and again, I fucking hate Trump and I think he's a scumbag and I'm not supporting him or his advisors in any way. I'm just saying in a scenario because it's political, it's out there. If it wasn't political, there's a really good chance that this would just be considered a situation that happened right the girl who got the bruised arm would say oh well i was in a fucking mosh pit and this is what happens when you're in a in a crowded area where everybody's shoving against everybody else Mm -hmm. right and this is what happens now i think it was very interesting you know there was some stuff I, i i saw after the fact that what happened the same rally was that there was a uh an african american woman that got like so which one? No, but this like this this was over though. Yeah, like, those uh, are the, the black seventeen year old girl that got kicked out, and they were but by like her. six guys and like yeah. physically like forcingly pushing her out, and nobody got arrested for it. Nobody, and that's that that goes into a race issue that we can it's definitely hard delve to, into later. It's hard to address important. stuff like that in in like a in a but both sort things, of now both mob, things were caught on a, camera in sort of a mob setting. Say though. almost every there's always almost every Trump rally that I've seen. There's been an altercation. Right. And we're, we're, we can get into that later. But to, to the point of what I'm trying to say is both things, both situations were caught on camera. The woman who was pushed out, the black woman who was pushed out was clearly more physically assaulted in every way, shape, and form. Like it was blatant that right. she was physically and no assaulted. Right. And accountable while. Right. But that's the. That's versus the guy who the grabbed difference. the girl's arm to clear a space or to whatever, and he got arrested. Because she got a bruise on her arm. Now, but these, with the guy who the grabbed one person, you can clearly about. identify this is this one person, right or wrong. You know, maybe he's again. A, we were not there, so we don't know. Only th- from what yeah, we maybe, saw. Yeah, maybe maybe this dude has reported. gorilla strength, and right. this girl bruises easy. Whatever. But you have you to can take look that at benefit that of the doubt in certain respects. True, and you but you can look at that and say this one person did this thing. To one person, and it's caught on camera. It's very you have. It's, it's a lot three more people difficult. doing something specifically to one person I saw on the same camera. Video, it, was, it was a lot more than three people, and it's hard to fucking say. And it's it's but it very, was targeted. Everything was clearly yeah, targeted. Maybe maybe the video and with I the think, guy in the arm got, was not necessarily targeted. She may have been treated worse, 
but right. it's, it's it's not necessarily for us to say. It's right? hard, We're only speculating. It's yeah. hard to look at a video where a bunch of people who might be dickheads who you don't know their name, you don't know their You're right. face, you don't know right. anything about them, you just know that they were a person who was there, you can't identify them, versus this person who is clearly identified as a security staffer for this person, we know who he is, is on tape doing this thing to this person. You know what I'm saying? But those other people were clearly identified. Uh, individually? The, well, two of them, especially the old guy who was the, the final one in the video by, that was constantly pushing him. By He's law enforcement or just random people who fucking identify people on Facebook because everybody's a social justice warrior? And not this, that I'm... And not this, that and I'm... No, fucking, but, but, well... Okay. Not that I'm defending them, at but you understand point, what I'm saying. At you this under- point, if he's identified and the cops now having this evidence and the name don't do something... Then that poses the problem. Then that poses a problem, too. If he's identified however he's identified at this juncture then that in itself is a difference. That's a huge issue in itself. But he is identified. However it came to be, he's identified. The woman's identified. The cops have a responsibility to do something about that. Now, I'm not saying they... Yeah, maybe, like you said... I think in that scenario, they have more of a responsibility to do it because she's a minor. I think it's a responsibility to do it because, again, we're going back to that idea of setting a precedent. And if you're going to make a law about something, about doing it, like not firing one employee for being something just because that, you know, then you have to do it. Yeah. Who do you hold accountable and how do you hold? So if you're going to arrest one guy for a potential situation where we really don't know all the facts, only what we see on video and and from some, you know, girl's arm being bruised to to something something blatant. Right. That. Well, these are those gray areas where, you know, where it is, where, you know, who gets the real threat of legal action and legal sure. issue and how does that really play into the real severe issues that happen on a regular basis? Because right. these are two instances that have happened at the same time, essentially. Right. One was a real severe, true instance that fits the dynamics of the laws set in place. Sure. And why we have those laws and why we expand to the extremes. And the other one was a potential, all not, not sure, it could be a real situation, but it also has the potential of just being, you know, uh, overly sensitive. Yeah. And I think, you know, and, and that really does fit into what we're trying to, to understand here. Totally going to play devil's advocate Please. here. But if you are someone who's... Going to a Trump rally with the intent... You know what you're getting into. With the intent of being disruptive, shouting an opposing message, and disrupting... Stop proving that she was. No, I, you in brought your eyes. Way, no, but there are actually have been... There, first off, it has not been reported that she was a protester. Whether she, I mean, clearly there's an assumption that she was, but there was, she didn't she, necessarily do anything to cause any level of... She talked about it on the news. She talked about how she was a protester. Well, maybe not... In, maybe what in was this her case. actions? She didn't go in there and start punching people and throwing signs up. Yeah, let me, let me finish this thought. Yeah. And I'm not just Sorry, I'm getting a little making an excuse for... You're right, you're right. I'm how I, I get a one particular person was treated aggravated about that kind of shit, but and I'm white, so it's shit. like it's it's like <laughs> you know you fucking you go to a Slayer show, you know there's fucking razor blades in the mosh pit, you right. know what I mean? Fucking sure. you don't want to be in that environment, don't fucking go there. Like 
Well, who the fuck wants to be in the back? Well, don't okay. walk. Okay. Like, on that do same, you not well, on know? That same logic, though, do you not the know? Does reporter know? Being in that scenario, a reporter understands that when you're trying to get the story, you're going to have to be in a mix of a thousand other reporters trying to ask a question the to a guy who's walking through question. a mosh yeah, pit. I do. You're going to get grabbed. You're going to get pushed and moved because Secret Service is going to be there. Security is going to be there. I agree. You have the same, and which which is why I have a huge doubt about her claim. About I have a being huge assaulted. doubt about her legitimacy because yeah. she's a fucking reporter. And like, look, let's you know be, what you're getting into. Let's let's be fucking very honest here. And <clears throat> that's my biggest. I am. I am absolutely a fucking political atheist. I think the whole thing's a dog and pony show. I don't fucking, I don't believe in either fucking party. I think the whole thing's a scam. I think your vote doesn't fucking mean anything. That right. is 100% what I believe. That's, yes, right. That's what you believe. I don't, I don't support fucking. I don't necessarily believe that, but I understand I don't support, how you can believe that. Yeah. I, I could easily explain how I believe that. No, no, no. I said I can understand how you can believe that. I said I don't believe in that, okay. but I, I, I give you the the appreciation of. I say that. I say that because I, it's it bears saying based on the point that I'm going to make. Any person who walks into something like a Trump rally, whether they're a reporter or a protester, they know what they're walking into. They know what the environment is, and realistically. The way the media wants to portray Trump, which he he plays into, Mm -hmm. it's real fucking easy to go in there, get someone riled up, be in the wrong place at the wrong time on purpose, wind up getting grabbed by somebody and say, this is how you were fucking treated there. It's real fucking easy. And again, I think the whole thing's a fucking dog and pony She's grabbing at her 15 minutes. I know. She's trying to say, okay, I'm going to sue because it's Trump and I can get a bunch of money for it. And I'm getting I'm getting mine while I can, but I have absolutely no respect for somebody who does that because you're not thinking about your next like earn it earn your yeah. shit. You're not thinking about your next twenty years. You're gambling on a big payout real quick. Mm-hmm. It's like all those assholes just who who end up, you know, oh I, I got hit by a septiball. I'm getting a payout at like right. twelve thousand dollars, and you think that's going to last you any bit of time whatsoever? Well, you you know? put it in an IRA, and you triple your money in ten years. Oh yeah, in ten years. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're going to be living in a box. I, I have absolutely no respect for her going for her fifteen minutes, and and I. Also, the whole thing about, oh, my arm got grabbed because I'm in a mosh pit or whatever. What happened to being resilient? On, on a tangent, I saw this thing. That's um, not a thing anymore. I, I a, a, a buddy, a, a friend of mine posted something on Facebook from a friend of hers. Um, it, my friend is a mother. Her friend that posted this thing is a mother. And she made a, she went on this whole diatribe about, when she was growing up, you Passing got fifty feet in the snow to get to school. It was it was kind of like it was, I I could absolutely relate to it. You got up, you were you were dressed, ate, dressed, grabbed all your shit, and you were out of the house by like seven o'clock because you had to walk down like you know a half a mile to go to where the bus stop was to get the bus. Mm-hmm. And then you had to go to school. And then the days that you didn't have to get up, your dad got you up. Fucking same time in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, and you did what they asked you to do. If you needed to rake the leaves, if you needed to weed the garden, if you needed to shovel the fucking snow, uh, sidewalk or, or the driveway, you or you had you you did what your mother told you to do. You had to clean your room. You had to do your laundry. There wasn't there wasn't this coddling. There wasn't like 
you know, and, and the same, the woman who said this, like who wrote this little, this little, uh, letter was saying against herself, I now find myself as a mother tiptoeing around in the morning so that I don't wake my kids so that they can sleep in, or I leave them the note of stuff to do on the fridge already knowing that they'll find an excuse to not do the work that I asked them to do. Right. And I leave them alone. And there's that level of, of coddling and, 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 um, what's another, where's that thesaurus that you beat your wife with that I need to find a, uh, she's probably tried to hide it. Um, like, but, I'm not going to go back right, to the one to fuck right, up. Yeah. But you, you guys get my point. And there's, there's a, a clear difference now of there's an oversensitivity you know, I, I fall down, I scrape my elbow, I, I, I'm working with my hands and I, you know, I, I, I bruise my knuckles. It's all I fucking do. Right. Or we burn work, we work in and, kitchens and we yeah. burn the fuck out of ourselves yeah. and our arms from spraying oil because water got in the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. It, you don't cry and, and, and blame and look for your 15 minutes at the point, you, you, you soldier on. You, you exactly. say, oh, shit, I'm an idiot. That happened. the same people I'm in the same on. exact way. And I kind they of burn feel... burn themselves all the fucking time. What makes you any different? Right. And I kind of feel like... Re, re, I hate to say regardless of the situation because there is a lot that we don't know, but from everything that has been reported, from everything that we have been led to know about the situation, about this reporter who should have known better what she was getting into, going for her 15 minutes, I don't give a fuck really at this point because I lose all respect for her. Mm-hmm. Because you got bruised in the arm. I'm sorry. It sucks. If, if you don't bruise easily and he did grab your arm a little bit hard, that it did cause a bruise, that is an issue. I'm sorry. You're going to heal. Your bone didn't break. Your muscles will heal. You'll continue on. You know, it's not like you can't lift things anymore or your life is damaged to the point. It, it doesn't even have to get to that point. Is he an asshole? Should he have gotten on blast for maybe being a little aggressive? Absolutely, because fuck him. Hey, I'm not. I'm not defending him in any way, and I'm sure there's more to it than that. But to to go as far as to you know to get back in the day, if that happened, you didn't call the cops. You went and you dealt with it. You're right. like, oh, dad or my little sister. Hey, brothers, this guy bruised my arm. Right. No problem. <laughs> we went and we took care of it, and that was it. That was the end of the day. I'm not saying you can do that in a political spectrum. But well, nowadays, period. But but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm old school, but I feel like, you know, it feels like whining to me. I feel like you want to be old too, Kevin. But it, I, I agree with you. I do want to be old because I am old. It, I wasn't going to say it. It you doesn't can. feel like whining. It is whining. It is whining. I mean, that's what it is. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I fucking, I don't wish bad things upon anyone no. but I look at both situations and I'm like both people knew what the fuck they were getting into like you don't dude those the people who shove someone around call them a bunch of nasty shit and threw them out might be pieces of shit but you knew they were pieces of shit you you knew the fucking you know what you, but, knew, but, you but, knew the mood I'm of the room s- you walked into before you walked in there. Uh, but at the same uh, time, when is when are that when are doesn't pieces of shit's going but to this that isn't, doesn't but this, justify it, yeah, this what isn't happened, a concert. But you this can't isn't a place where a mosh pit is expected. 
This isn't a place where it is acceptable for you to still physically assault another human being to that blatantly to where you are. Multiple people are pushing and physically assaulting. That is beyond the fact you can go in and expect to be yelled back at and expect to be that's exactly how I or expect somebody to have cops draw a line. But you doesn't mean that you expect to be maced or you expect to be pushed out overly, overly exaggerated. Um, just because you're voicing an opinion, because especially in the political spectrum, because that's what the political spectrum is supposed to be about is hearing other people's voices. This is the first time, by the way, since like the, the, the early 90s, like the 1920s, that there has been this level of violence in a political um, campaign. This kind of thing has happened in Decades. I'm. I'm not. Almost. Almost a hundred years. I'm not since justifying what fucking happened, and I'm not defending the people who fucking did anything. I'm saying it doesn't make it okay that that happened, but you do know the fucking mentality of those people in the room. You do know. Maybe it's the first time since the 20s or whatever since since it fucking that a campaign has gotten violent, but it's not the fucking first time it did. It's actually so probably since the forties, but yeah. this is either way. Yeah. You know, if this has happened at every fucking rally, then you know that that's the expectation. There's, there is a very solid understanding of why this guy, like anybody who pretends that they don't understand why he's being so successful and why he has such mass appeal. They're fucking lying. They understand why. He's not fucking saying good things, but he's saying things that a certain portion of people want to fucking hear. That's what people and don't that's understand. Not, that's not good shit that they want that they want to fucking hear, but they do want to hear it. So you know, based on what's being said, the type of fucking person who's going to be there. That's yeah. like fucking. I wouldn't. I, I can't even think of a fucking good example. But fucking... Because there is none better than him. <laughs> well, there is none better know, than Trump. Like, Trump is the perfect example of Trump. If, if fucking... If somebody was anti-fucking Italian-Irish kids from fucking Jersey, then I wouldn't be walking into their fucking rally saying a bunch of shit to people. Fucking protesting, wearing that, a sign, wearing kinda, a t-shirt. I don't know about... I don't know if that's like a, a good comparison because you're, you know they're, you're hated by... If it was an Italian and whatever, they they're gonna hate you. They might even kill you. Sure. But at some place like this, even if you're hated, you're, there's still some level of professionalism that you need to have. I agree, but I think everybody like the whole the whole. There's point, a social contract that is understood by anybody who goes to I an event agree. such as this. I don't disagree with either of those sentiments. What I'm saying is it's already been recognized before the point of entry that that social contract has long been fucking violated by this one person and their Which, campaign. by the way, is so one of the reasons why, why people involved? are protesting. Because that social contract is null and void. Because we are at the year 2016 and these types of actions are being glorified. These type of statements are being glorified. That's when people say they don't know why Trump is still being popular. It's not because of him or his actions. It's because they don't understand why the people who are following are doing such such things. Because we are at 2016 and there are still people out there 
you know, who you presume before you meet them or before you understand these things have a brain in their head. They have some sort of a, uh, an understanding of, of the social environment that, is, you know, is America, not just America, is the human race. And that you have these antiquated feelings and viewpoints that are being so, so strongly uh, adhered to by these fanatics that's what people don't understand when they say i don't get why he's why he's still so popular it's not him it's the people who are supporting him that's what's not understood how can you can look at it's like having a girl that you really really like that is really intelligent and awesome and yet she believes in reiki and I, you will not let this drug go. <laughs> you will not let her go. I can't. She's awesome, but not at the same time. You might as well go practice that shit. But it's the same thing. It's like how can you you assume that people in your country have on, on the whole have whatever your median of understanding of things are. You assume everybody else is around that same world. concept. They may not have the same beliefs, but you try to assume the same level of intelligence or education or or some semblance of circumstances of experience to where they wouldn't make such stupid, stupid, stupid fucking decisions what? as far as supporting somebody like that. And he says these things and it, it blows your mind to believe that there are people out there that hear what Support he says and say, wall. dude, I I've lived these, these things. I've done these things. I experienced these things. And I have friends who these things would directly affect in a horrible, horrible, negative way. But fuck it, I think he's right. You can't be that fucking stupid, and yet people are doing that. You can be that stupid. Well, that's what people don't believe. You can. That's the disbelief. Why? Why don't people believe that? Do people not exist in this fucking world and don't see how stupid everybody fucking is? Most people are not fucking stupid, are not smart. Most people are not real fucking Ladies smart. Ladies and gentlemen, George Carlin. Dude. Well, oh, that's, that's uh, honestly, that's perfect. that's that's the closest. George George Carlin's views on politics are are the closest to my views on politics. One hundred percent. But it's it it's mind blowing. It is it is more. I and I promise you, it is more astonishing to me that people don't understand how fucking stupid the majority of people are than it is to anyone else. Well, they, they to not realize that other people are that stupid. In order to have an assumption that other people are stupid, which I very much do, you also have to understand that 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 immediately means that you have an arrogance to assume that you're intelligent. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No. And even though I don't think that, I I know that I am. There are many, many, many people who I am just in awe of that are so much more intelligent than I am that I am I I strike myself as being so fortunate and lucky to be associated with be friends with that I know just they have to look at me and and just like just I don't know if they just laugh at me in secret or, or if they just go they're like well he's a little slow so right like they they there has to be a, a, a you know some sort of a um a conspiracy that happens that these people are hanging out with me but yes I still believe but there is an arrogance that I know that comes with me assuming there are people that I work with See, that I, I can't I gotta... talk to 
for more than three minutes at a time. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating because of their level of stupidity. But that automatically means that I know that I am saying that I'm that much smarter than they are. I wholeheartedly disagree. It's not a level of arrogance. It's a level of... I'm not saying that as a negative, by the no, way. No, no, arrogance no, no, no. is not necessarily a bad it, thing. Please don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I to. think it is. I think it's an extremely bad thing. It certainly has an extremely negative connotation. It has a negative connotation, but and it I can don't be think, a bad thing in, I don't think, in heavy doses. I don't think it's arrogance. I think it's fucking awareness. And I think the I think that's all it is. It's awareness. Okay. And I'm not saying that myself or anybody else is fucking more intelligent than everybody else. I'm saying that there's well, in order to know somebody is not as intelligent as you, you have you to know how intelligent you are. Yeah, that doesn't mean you think you're fucking better. That means that you think you're smarter than them. It doesn't mean you think you have an exceptional level of intelligence. I didn't say that. It, see, this is where this is where I disagree. I don't think that fucking me or anyone who agrees with me is exceptionally fucking intelligent. I think maybe they're just Stefan. Put your hand down. Not as easily. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I I, th- I think they're more aware. <laughs> I think they're more perceptive, and that's that's not a mark of intelligence. That's a mark of awareness. Okay. And I, I, you have to be aware of what you're surrounded by. And I, I, there are, I think they tie into each other, but I, think, I see how you, I see where you're going with it. I think when I think of somebody who's particularly intelligent, I think of somebody who unbelievably dwarfs my fucking intelligence, but I don't think most people are at that baseline and it may not be their fault. So well, look at the average IQ that. of the United States is still like what less than a hundred points. Well, you know, even like, that like fifteen in the world. Even that is sort of sort of irrelevant to to the point. It's that that's not irrelevant at all. I well, think no, that, no, that it, means is. A lot. it is. The average IQ is like even if it's like a hundred and ten, that's still. Well, let me get to where very I'm, low. Let me get to where I'm going and you see what I mean. It's about source of information and the way information is presented. To right. You. So if it doesn't matter if your source of information is NBC, CNN, Fox News, whatever, it doesn't. Yeah. If you're not willing to. Honestly, I think it's more laziness than lack of intelligence. So. Well, now now we're getting into into how somebody is raised and what they have been shown to be a priority. If you're not Maybe. shown that it that that edu- <clears throat> like studying is a priority for you to survive, then you're not going to hold it as a as, as something that is necessary for you to continue. So there's no reason for you. If you don't need to study, then why would you study? Well, and I think that's I think that comes into a. It's not necessarily. I, I see what you're saying, but that's not where I'm going with it. I think it's like the immediacy of the information that's presented. And the interest of the people who are presenting that information, it's easy to just take that shit at face value and misconstrue and fucking mis- not even misconstrue. I heard it, this, so it's fact. But run, run with things that are presented at face value rather than fucking like looking what the media below. normally does. And and it exactly, and Fox it doesn't news. matter. It Fox do, well, Fox News, fucking everybody, MSNBC, really, all CNN, CNN, everybody does fucking it. But, yeah. CNN is is so unbelievably pro-fucking-Hillary Clinton. I mean, they fucking... Are they? I haven't watched CNN in a while. I, I don't watch any news anymore for that fucking reason. There's just... There's bias and slants and everything. And this is why I don't believe in politics at all. I think the whole thing is... I, Hillary Clinton is going to be our next president. Fucking period. Hey, end of story. Because... You, want, you guys want to make a bet on this? I'm calling it now. 
I'm calling it now because that she has anybody let her know. Should we give her a call? She yeah. knows. Does she? Fucking, be, well, I'm not sure I believe that, but I'm just okay. I, I, well, I'm with you, but yeah, here's I, the thing. I'm, I'm not going to go against the demo, it because I don't know for sure. But first yeah. of all, the presidential race is, race is not determined by popular vote; it's determined by electoral college. Mm-hmm. Electoral college are fucking already deep in the game. They're either dealing with or fucking are lobbyists, so they're voting with their interest. More political interest groups support Clinton than anyone else because it's easier to put the money in her pocket. Sanders is not going to fucking win the primary because he's not going to get enough delegates because more delegates are in the same pockets of the interests that protect Clinton. And fucking Trump is way too divisive. So by comparison, Clinton looks like a safe bet. Trump, they're, they're doing everything they can to make sure he doesn't win the fucking oh, primary. This coming from someone who doesn't watch the news. I don't need to watch the news. You get a couple claps and the kudos. It's but. fucking obvious. <laughs> it's about it's about awareness, and and this stuff is all fucking. They've been fucking plotting this for years. It, it, it's 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 so plain as day. It's like it's bullshit that's hidden in plain sight, and nobody's looking because they're watching one side. No, I think a lot of people have the same track as you. A lot. I, I think a lot of people. What? But what not you enough. just described is not. It, it it's not uncommon. It's it's been described already in, in multiple I'm not avenues. Saying, like it's, I'm not it's saying not, anything new. I'm not saying anything that fucking George Carlin didn't say ten years ago. No, no. I'm saying specifically about this election, the 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 track of of how things are proceeding, the domino effect of what's happening, yeah. is I think it's it's considered for. For for a certain group, as the expectant is, it's that's that's yeah. We know that's like, but it, it's order, not uncommon. It, it, what you just described is what a lot of people have said already. Like as far as like, but in order to keep, you've come to the same conclusion. In order to right, a lot of people who are way smarter than me have come to that fucking conclusion. Right, a lot of saying. people who are just as aware and are paying attention have come right. to that conclusion also. But the only way they could keep that fucking charade going is if they keep putting fucking Trump on the news, if they keep fucking pissing Bernie Sanders supporters off by burying his shit and forcing him to be basically an internet-only campaign, and by fucking drumming up fucking Hillary Clinton every opportunity they fucking get. So the more they fucking put all, you know, every from every side, the more they put the bullshit out there, the more people are up in arms, they're angry, they're fucking yelling at each other, they're fighting, they're not paying attention to what's really fucking happening. So... It's not a matter of intelligence. It's a matter of laziness of thought, and it's a matter of lack uh, of perception. Uh, no, because I get, what I get what you're saying. Because it's really easy. Laziness was. It's really easy. I still think that laziness is maybe a harsh word compared to what the reality of the situation is. Because you can't. Instead I, of them doing their actual homework, they're tasting, taking. No, no, I, like I, I get the point, like, but. The I get the point, but there is, and I, I really do think that this does come back to the idea of what I said before of that that understanding of like the nature versus nurture. You're always going to have exceptions to the rule on either one. You're going to have a, a, a savant that's going to come from a, an environment where he's not nurtured to in, in, immerse himself or herself into that kind of knowledge spectrum but find their way to do so. But those are exceptions to the rule. The, the, the idea of, of nurturing in, in a, a communal sense, in a raising sense, and, and this isn't socioeconomic, this is parental guidance or familial guidance. If somebody isn't raised to assume that 
a, a you know researching and learning and educating yourself is is a way towards clarity is a is a way towards bettering yourself then you're not going to you're not going to take the time to make it a priority so i i don't necessarily say it, it's laziness as much as it, i mean yes ultimately it's laziness in the parenting and it's la- and, and and hopefully at some point you assume that somebody should be intelligent enough to I pick up their own necessarily that, but i though. think there I think is a nurture I, I don't discount that laziness is a huge part of it i'm not saying that's not but i think you also have to take into consideration the idea that it's culturally not a significant thing. If people can still pass on their genetics, if they can still survive however they do without that being a priority in their mindset, then they're going to do that. And when it comes to be prevalent, then the first instinct is, well, I don't need to study it. Although that person said, all right, I'll just take what they said. And I'm not defending them, but I'm just saying it, it can make, it makes sense to me how that kind of sheepish perspective can can be obtained. I, I think it's also more pack mentality. Yeah. It's, it's the yeah. idea of, I well, pick, I think that fits also into what I was saying. It's, it's like it's, you, you, you follow the herd because choosing a side. It's, it's that's it's the fucking, Darwinian perspective. It's just, you know, I'm a Sanders supporter. So I support a B and C I'm a Trump supporter. So I support a B and C I'm a fucking this. So I support this I, I, because I believe you toe this. the line. I get, sure. I get my, uh, you know, I'm a Republican, so I get my news from Fox because not necessarily because they're the most accurate, but because they're going to say the things that are closest to my point, viewpoint and tell me what I want to hear mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also tell me what I should be thinking so I don't have to do it to myself because I've been fucking programmed that way. I'm fucking... Right. Um, well, then you just said it right there. I'm super, You're not programmed that way. I'm super liberal, so I'm going to get my news from fucking... NPR or, you know, I'm a Sanders supporter, so I'm going to go to NPR or I'm a Clinton supporter, so I'm going to go to MSNBC and get my news and information from there because that's closest to what I already think. And I don't want to look at the other perspective. I want to sound off in an echo chamber. So I'm just hearing the shit that I already fucking agree with and want to hear instead of even considering you. I, I believe that you don't fucking have an opinion unless you've considered both points of view. Your opinion is not valid unless you've considered the fact that you could be fucking wrong and looked at things from the other side. That is an intelligent response. And can I just tangently real quick say how annoying people who listen to NPR just for the mere fact of making themselves sound intelligent because they listen to NPR are? NPR does have amazing podcasts. I'm sure they do. <laughs> but no, I'm talking specifically Cereal, about... invisibilia. There's somebody in, in, life, I have in mind that I won't say, but... Well, I guess it's too late now. They'll know who I'm talking about. But they listen to NPR, and it is, and I, I know for a fact that they don't do it for the content. They do it because they can Everybody say... Everybody doing it. I, no, so they can turn around and say, I listen to NPR. Right. And that I find utterly obnoxious. If If I'm listening to the news, I will generally use BBC's podcast, which comes out like... I like love three, BBC's podcast. times a day. And what is that? British broadcasting company. Yeah, because when you listen to them, you really feel like they're just reporting the news. Yeah, like they're 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 trying to tell you just what's going on. They're not trying to spin it. They're not trying. You know, there's no editorializing. No, like, hey guys, this is what happened. This is what this is what we know. I love BBC. They do their news like you're trained to fucking write up an employee. 
this is what happened. This right. is when it happened. This is how it happened. And it's in an English you accent. Go. So you, had, you just had to bring that shit back into it. And it's in but an English that. accent, so you feel like it's intelligent. You feel like it's smarter. Today on the BBC. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't Two of the Paris bombers got arrested today. It's it's it comes down to, in my opinion, awareness yeah. and and avoiding a fucking pack mentality. Avoiding the mindset of like What do we what do we have here? Three hundred and sixty million people? Something like that. Which is way smaller than we really should have given all the land that we have. You know, I how many people no, think about it? <laughs> you got China, which is a size of two thirds of the country, two thirds yeah. of the U.S., not including Alaska and Hawaii, and they've got in this in the in a space the size of fucking Pennsylvania, they've got like a billion people. Yeah. You've got India that's got almost two billion people, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that, and then you got the U.S., which is one of the largest. Quote unquote countries, period. Like masses, yeah. Masses in, in, in the world. And we got less than half a billion people. You know, you got, you got all these. Listen, South Dakota and North Dakota are there for a reason. It sucks, but you know, we got to put some people there. <laughs> you know, people, if people are willing to live in Nova Scotia and Canada, then they can live in North Dakota. Think about, think about the revenue that we were missing out on those millions, hundreds of millions of people that are not living in our country. We need a few more like big time cities. You know, we got the Twin Cities. They're okay. Houston, Dallas. You got LA, Philly, New York, Miami. Atlanta, Chicago. Chicago, Atlanta. Yeah. Austin. No, well, I, Austin's way smaller than Houston or Dallas. Boston. Boston. Oh, Boston. Boston's yeah, tiny, that's though. tiny too. But so you're telling me Wisconsin can't have like a really nice, really cool city? You know, Salt Lake City, Utah can't expand. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. But clearly not big enough that I remembered it. Des Moines. And, it, and, that, and that's the litmus test. If I can't remember it, then it's clearly not a city. Oregon. All those thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that are there mean nothing unless I can remember. Vermont? Minneapolis? That's a state. Indianapolis? Oh, I thought we were just naming places. <laughs> You're an imbecile. <laughs> 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 I say we need more people. I think we need less people. That's the problem. No, no, no. More people elsewhere. <laughs> less people around me, more people everywhere else. That's part of it, too, and that's part of why I really think... <laughs> let's, let's make sure we're correct on well, this. No, I really, I, I really think... Uh, <laughs> and, and this is definitely a much more conservative viewpoint on my part, but I think, you know... The ability of the states to govern themselves individually is critically important because of things like that. Because if you don't like the, if you don't like how liberal New Jersey is, you can move to Pennsylvania. If you don't like how, how fucking conservative Pennsylvania yeah. is, you can move to New Jersey. And there's fifty of us. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> and Pick and the one that matches closest, and you can cross state lines because it's all the same country. And if you want, and if none of them are good enough, you know what? We got Guam and Puerto Rico that you can go to too. Yeah. Enjoy. And fucking, that is a, you know, decentralized, central, the fucking government, make it smaller, and local government is, you know, it becomes more important. And I think local government should be more important. I do think 
that your vote counts on a local level. I do think you should be voting for fucking mayors and your mayor, your superintendent, yep, your, your councilman, your absolutely. city councilman, that, your your that's, fucking because that's, that's more direct. Your county that's freeholders, local. like that's the shit that has the impact on your day to day life. I absolutely agree with you. I wholeheartedly believe that the the federal government should be smaller and that local governments state and local governments should be more important in everyone's day to day that there should be there should be town halls and they ultimately are no more prevalent in the day to day yeah because well, we're you know i i i i disagree because of all the federal funding that all local governments bind not for. all local governments they really yes. major cities Every major cities trickle down to the outliers. The suburbs of Philadelphia, where I where I grew up, Bruin, uh, Devon, Paoli, all those areas, they also rely because they're relying on from Harrisburg. So Harrisburg gets state money, and then they delve that money out to all the smaller townships. I I hear what you're saying, but ultimately, the day to day, the the laws that govern your Daily fucking interactions are primarily instituted at the local level. You're, I don't, you're not. I, I, I think in theory that's how they're supposed to be. I don't think in practice that's reality. You're not I, making I decisions on a daily basis based on Roe v. Wade. You're not making decisions on a daily basis based on constitutional. We're not talking about judicial. You're not making. It's it's all the same. It's all federal. You're not making decisions on okay. a daily basis based on a bill that was signed fucking by the president last year. Well, more often than not, the shit that impacts you, you know, are your local taxes, your property taxes, your local school system, things like that. And that's why focusing on that is so much more incredibly important. Okay. But this brings me into where I was going with this. I absolutely agree with you on how how things should should how the level should should change but what scares me and, and i i don't consider myself a liberal a democrat a republic i'm i'm i was raised republican but i have liberal perspectives as well i'm or democratic perspective i should say not necessarily liberal but i i i really do feel i'm i'm kind of literally right in the center i'm fit, kind of 50-50 i i things that really do concern me if you put that if you if you resupport that level of power into local governments, then you have areas such as education that are completely and utterly fucked because you you go back to the to, to one of the biggest conversations about uh, education, which I is I think when you look at what the federal government has done with education in the past three years, I don't. The yeah, fa- they, the fact that we let years, them try the last twelve. The, years. La- the fact that they fucking no child left behind in Common Core common and decisions, core the worst. decisions like that, then we damn sure better yes. let local governments fucking but decide here's, that instead. Of here's what. Here's where I'm concerned, and here's here's the areas that I think it needs to be approached. I don't. Th- I agree with you. I think local governments should help determine course plans. And standards for levels of education saying by by third grade, you should know this by sixth grade, you should know this. Um, I think standardized tests have been a little become a little outrageous and they're a little excessive. And you're taking away time from education to prep for 
multiple standardized tests, and those go back to Common Core and, and No Child Left Behind things. Had they, and they that's added a problem. more standardized tests? They added more? There's, yeah, there's tons of them now. But here's the concerns that I have. The actual sourcing of education, the source of material, the whole story about how the the councils of uh, down in Texas, down in the Bible Belt, are the ones who really do manipulate what goes into the books that are educating our children across the country. Who's the largest supplier of educational Texas. books? No, not what state. Who's the largest? There's a company that, down in Texas. McGraw-Hill. McGraw-Hill. McGraw-Hill provides more and wrong information. This is fucking, this is creepy. This is incredibly creepy. Look up McGraw Hill on your phone. Right. It's, it's, it's dead over there. McGraw Hill, who provides basically 90% of all of the educational books through K through 12 is pretty much recognized as an educational printing company by most people because they remember seeing those, uh, seeing that logo in their mm-hmm. books when they grew up, reading those fucking things. McGraw-Hill is the largest company in the world. They're primarily a financial company, McGraw-Hill Financial. Their net revenue is $4.9 billion a year. They own the Dow Jones S&P. Shut the fuck up. Seriously? Yeah. McGraw-Hill Financial is an American public treat publicly traded corporation headquartered in New York City. Its primary areas of business are financial information and analytics. It is the parent company of Standard & Poor's rating service, S&P. S&P Capital IQ, Platts, J.D. Power & Associates, and is the majority owner of the entire S&P Dow Jones joint venture. Are you serious? That's who so prints, they that's are who going, prints your fucking books. So they're so, going to print whoever pays them the most, whoever buys the most. So if you ever, ever, which is Texas, ever for a second doubt that the entire fucking system is set up not to make people, not to teach people how to think, but to teach people what to think, to divide people by fucking race, gender, social class, economic class, and have people fighting with each other. While these motherfuckers who are telling you what to think and turning you into the best factory workers, the best people who can sit at a desk and do what you're fucking told is wrong, just fucking think about who's printing your books. That's actually... But see, that's, that's, that's going exactly where I was going. So then if you think... That's, conversely, that's something that needs to be regulated. That's, that's like, how, who regulates it? But that's the concern. Because who you can't have local it? government regulated remember, because remember, you have such, such diversity. That's remember, why I think... No, let me real quick. I think it's so very, very important. One of the biggest issues that comes with printing text and, and the, the idea between science and religion. There are certain aspects of science that everyone has agreed upon that can be printed in your books. And those are basic environmental sciences. Those are things that we all learned when we were going through school. If you want to learn religion, you don't put it in a book. You go to if you want to go to Catholic school, then they can print their own books. Or if you want to go to CCP on the weekends, if you whatever your whatever your uh, denomination is, whatever your whatever your religious practices are, you can learn those things at your own pace in your fine family time. And and I'm not saying I'm against private and parochial schools because they have the right to do whatever they want on their sure. own term. But the standardized understanding of English is English. You know, history is history. Yeah. These are facts. These are things that are proven that, you know, and, and it's not even like you can hide this shit anymore. Everything's online. 
if you want to dispute anything that's in the book, you can find research on how to how to dispute it and and prove that it's false just by spending ten minutes online. Mm-hmm. And the fact that these people are still printing this shit and feeding it to the kids like that that blows my mind. So, a couple things. One, <laughs> all of what goes in this books isn't decided by Texas. No, it's, the religious things are are a big part of what I was going for by the right, Texas thing. And That's where I was really leading to. Leaning leaning into that, I got to say, in fucking 12 and a half years of public school, I never read anything with any sort of religious text or connotation ever in a book. No, this because, is something that started happening over the last because years. Because they're, they're very... No, not with the fucking liberal mindset of of our fucking. There are people who push with for it hard. Creationism, but that is where. But it, but it, it doesn't. Darwinism make it not in. being in the books. That is something that has happened over the last 10, 15 years. That is something that has really become prevalent. If you pick up, I think they make, they make a mention of it, but not into yeah. Too the much the, the vast majority of the books still do not fucking put anything of any sort of religious context in there and they're mm-hmm. talking about evolution and fucking Darwinism and the Big Bang and, and shit like Things that. Things that are going to stir up a fucking commotion about religion, they I think they fail to put into books. Nine, 95% of the books out there, according to a statistic I just fucking made up to sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the majority, absolutely over 50%, are not including anything like that. There's just a lot of people making rumblings about it because they would like it included. And hey, guess what? If they live in a state that they allow to, that, that that's what the predilection of the state and the people of the state want. Because remember, it's ruled by majority. So if you're in fucking Arkansas and more than 50% of the people in Arkansas want that included in their books and in their in their educational program, then fucking good for them. Because that's what the majority thinks anyway. And if you want to live in fucking Illinois where people don't want that, then go to fucking Illinois. Because it's ruled by majority. And if you're part of the minority then you're fucking shit out of luck, unfortunately. That is that is literally the definition of democracy. Rule by majority. So if more people want it, give it to them. Yep. That doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but it does mean it's the preference. So people saying, that's not what we should be teaching, who are you to say that? And while I agree, you know, despite being a religious person, I agree that religion has no place in educational institutions, fucking zero, unless it's a religious educational institution. But at the end of the day, when, when, when you talk about who's deciding what gets printed in those books, if you, if you let the national government decide on educational programs rather than local governments, all of the lobbyists who are lobbying the Senate and the House to make decisions are from S&P 500 companies, which are owned by McGraw-Hill, which is one fucking company. Look, so the entire government is really owned by one company and three organizations. It's hidden in fucking plain sight. There's literally no debating it. Let's, let's be realistic real quick about the, the concept of lobbyists. There's the only way that we are ever going to end up putting more responsibility or or more emphasis on the power that a state that the state governments hold versus the federal government holds that won't happen until things like lobbying are disbanded 
Lobbying and campaign finance reform. Yeah. Those, unless those things go away, it will ne- the 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 emphasis of importance on state and local governments will never will never come to to fruition until those things are gone. So you're you're just your your thought of, of of what's going like pushing that that emphasis towards the states. At that point, if that does well, happen, the lobbying won't be a thing circles back to a point i made a handful of shows ago now which was it's this is where it comes down to voting with your dollar because if you're not giving your dot and that's why i say voting with your dollar is the only vote that matters because if you're not putting money into the pockets Mm. of companies who have parent companies who are paying lobbyists to go out there and get bills fucking made and bills passed then it's no fucking use. Yeah, then they're not they're not gonna be able to do it. And that's where the change happens. That's one hundred percent where the change happens. I, I think it's it's much more nuanced than that, but at its at its core, yes. There's there's a reason why No, I mean there's a there's a lot of intricacy to that and there's a there's a lot of a lot of situations, a lot of examples where you can manipulate how those dollars are voted. Um and 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 to what to what extent? But yeah, again, point, it, but it, it's it's all nuanced. Like there's at, at its at its at its foundation, what you're saying is 100 percent accurate. There is kind of dry. It seems like from what the fuck you just read. There's right. a reason that no one wants to talk or, or debate Bernie Sanders on campaign finance reform because they'll lose. Because a they'll lose, and b. It'll make them look really fucking bad because those are the. Why would you want to? issues. Why would you want to defund the system that's putting you in power? Right. There's a reason that, and a lot, a lot of Donald Trump's appeal to people is that he's viewed, rightly or wrongly, as somebody who's independently wealthy, outside of the system, not part of the system, and not going to cave to the special interests of lobbyists. And you couple all you couple all the other bullshit in, right? There's there's a lot of bullshit and a lot of crazy asinine ass backwards ideas that get these fringe nutty people involved and on board. But that is a very core component of what his appeal is. It's also why he won't fucking win. It's also why Bernie Sanders won't fucking win. That's that's why. Because to win, you already have to be in the pocket. You already have to be bought and sold. And from I look at politics on a national level as a spectator sport. Like to me, it's like watching the wire or fucking <laughs> you know, it's it's a show. It's scripted, or maybe it's more like watching fucking Wipeout or Ninja Warrior or something. <laughs> like there's there's a there's a course you got to run through. And some people make it surprisingly far, but generally who you think is going to win is probably going to win. I I love the fact that there's Trump and Sanders out there. I, I love the fact that both of them are involved because they're disrupting the shit out of the fucking system. And that's a problem for fucking everybody. And I, I like the hell that both of them are fucking bringing. Did I don't you- agree with either of their fucking policies. I don't agree with either of their views on much of anything but i love the fact that they're fucking things up for the establishment because that's the only way you know these things happening whether you're far right and both are far trump is 
far right, and Sanders is far. You got to watch that at left. midnight show that I told you about. I'll, I'll text it to you like the info later. But did you did you hear Trump's um, proposal? The one thing every you know everybody jokes about Trump is that he says all these guarantees and all these things, but he is he has yet to come out with any actual answer answer or plan to how it's always I guarantee it, I will, I promise this will be the best, but he never he actually never says, says anything. anything. He never what? says he never says anything. Really. He never says anything. Well he just came out with um he's been pressured because he said that he's gonna get Mexico to build the wall. And even though Mexico has blatantly literally said the word fuck, they said oh, we're not building that, we're not paying for that fucking wall. They've literally said that. He came out with his plan or or a a version of his plan on how he's going to get Mexico to pay for the wall, which is estimated to be in like the ten to twenty billion dollar range. Um there is a uh, w- w- a huge amount of money that gets transferred to Mexico from all the, all the immigrants that are here now that send money home to their families to to whomever, and um, it's I, I I think it was it was it was documented as Mexico receives approximately like twenty four billion dollars a year in money coming into the country and that includes the like western union and money transfers kind of stuff trump took that number as if that's the amount of money that comes in from the united states into mexico even though that's not even though don't be wrong it's i'm sure it's a shit ton of money that comes from the you know with our immigrant population going to south america whether it's mexico colombia argentina whoever they send money across the border like it's just it's it's a ton of money but his perspective, what he wants to do is his plan is he's going to put tariffs and levies on that money that goes. Essentially, he's going to stop the money from going to Mexico or to into to South America. And his presumption is that he's going to stop the money because he thinks he can legally do that. He thinks once he becomes president, he can just wave a magic wand and say, this won't happen anymore. And all those people won't be allowed to send money to Mexico or anywhere else. And then the the people on the other side are going to get angry because they're not getting their money and they're going to riot. And that rioting is going to force the Mexican government to come to us and say, hey, we need to stop this. And he's going to tell them this is all his plan. He's going to tell them, I will allow the I, w- I will lift the gates and let the money flow again for a nominal fee of ten billion dollars. That's his plan. I'm not even joking. He's going to blackmail Mexico in order to have them pay for a wall to separate Mexico from the United States. I I look at the things that he says and it, my, it boggles my mind. It doesn't boggle my mind. I don't even think he believes what he says. I don't think he does either. Oh, I think he absolutely does. I I think I think he runs on the same blueprint that business shit. Not even that. I think he runs on like speaking wise, going out and say stuff. Although to a more extreme degree, I think he basically runs on the same blueprint as fucking 
Bill O'Reilly. I'm going to please who's in front of me. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly or fucking Ann Coulter or fucking uh, Rachel Maddow where they just come out and just shout sound bites and bits, uh, you know, half bits of information and what they think should be done or what people want to fucking hear or placate them and and they know but it's even asinine. those guys have limits that they don't cross even bill o'reilly has limits that he does not go forward sure. past sure and but bill o'reilly is not sure but bill o'reilly's not running for president and he's not trying to rile up all the, the more fucking... reason that trump should have a have more truth have have more understanding of why? where the line should the, why should he the look, idea of being presidential how... When you're Bill O'Reilly, you have the right and the ability, not the right, you have the ability to be obscure and stupid and outlandish. But look But when how you're running for president, he, dude, the type of way you should present yourself. He, why? He has recognized that his job is to rile up a sea of morons. You don't do that by fucking looking like you're presidential. You do that by being the loudest maniac. And that's what he's doing. Not only do I not like the guy, but again, I don't fucking believe the whole thing is real. But from his standpoint, from the standpoint of drawing who he needs to draw, he's doing everything perfect. He has the supporters he needs. He has the support he needs. It may not be fucking nice. It may not be playing <laughs> fair. But yeah. it's a fucking winning strategy. Yep, we are over our time, so we need to uh, cut this episode. I'm sure we could go on about this for another five hours. Wow, we did another two hours quick. Yep. In about two hours' time. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure how that works. We will uh, see you guys next week. Did we not?